Welcome to Manifit Podcast, where we explore life-sustaining and changing strategies in everything fitness, food, and faith. So pull up a chair and sit at the table with your hosts, Jay Hiller and Jesse Rothman. Morning, Jesse. Good morning, Jay. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm excited about this episode where we talk about the joy and proclaiming the joy over a situation and God's uh, ability and power. And so, I don't know, I'm just, it, it's very powerful stuff. And so I'm just excited about it. How about you? I'm, I'm excited too. Yeah. No, how could I not? Anytime we're, we're given praise, how can we not be excited, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, hot take though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, give a hot take that might be controversial. I think COVID was a good thing. Um, All right. Despite, you know, sadly, you know, I, I will say that the deaths are not a good thing, but we live in a world that's so, so fast paced that when COVID happened, everything kind of stopped. And it was a time for me that I reconnected in a deeper way with, with God. And so without that, you know, I would have just been going faster and faster and faster and trying to progress my career, um, whatever it is, but the COVID came and kind of stopped and allowed me to finally be still enough to kind of rekindle that, that sense of praise and, um, just joy from the Lord. So hot take yeah, from Je- sure. Jesse, COVID was a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Must listen to the rest of that. But I mean, that's <laughs> such a good point in the sense of it gave you the opportunity to slow down. So let me backtrack you just a little bit. Okay. When first happened, mm-hmm. you were not that way. Oh, that was no, that, no. that 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 was not the mindset, nor was that even close to the mindset of what you had. No. Um, and I had conversations with you about that. So, <laughs> yes, um, I do know. But tell me how the opportunity to reframe your mindset yeah. directed you towards the positive relationship that you now have with yeah, God yeah. in a different way. Yeah. I think the big thing was, um, I came to the realization, like with everything going on, whether you want to say it was political, whether it wasn't, um, whether the virus is super deadly and the worst virus we ever seen, whether it wasn't, um, I came to the realization that like everything was out of my control. Yeah. Yeah. Like I couldn't, there was nothing I could do to change what was happening. Um, there's nothing I could do that would convince, you know, the medical field that like, Hey, we don't need to shut down. We don't need to like spread out. We don't need to do X, Y, or Z. Um, what I could do though, was I could lean into the Lord and, and trust that he, um, is the great provider and he had provision over everything's going on. Um, which for me was probably one of the first times I've had to like truly do that or learn to do that. Um, is that, you know, I'm kind of someone 
without being like a control freak, I like to have like some control in situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I've, I've, I learned and had to learn that I never like relinquish full control over to God. And I, I feel like we talked about this in, in past episodes, like at the very beginning that, um, you know, whenever I got out of sin and, and, and accepted Christ, I always found myself going back to the shackles that once held me. Um, because kind of like a prisoner, like being set free, you get institutionalized into a prison lifestyle and stuff like that. So I was institutionalized into, um, kind of the way I was living. And so Mm -hmm. having that, and it, it probably struck a little bit from like fear and having the unknown of, of what was to come in the next few years and, um, you know, just thinking about like, oh, everybody in the world is now talking about this virus and everybody is talking about like we need to have a uh, uniform kind of like control of what's going on. Like, yeah, uniform response. Um, kind of starts getting you thinking of, you know, possible end time proclamation. So it makes you possibly start thinking, um, you know, makes you made me have to rethink, you know, what do I truly believe in? Who am I putting my faith in? Um, and so all that led me into this deeper kind of relationship of um, diving um, into, the go- into the gospel, trusting God with what's going on. Um, and then doing kind of what we were talking about, like making these habits, getting up at five, five thirty in the morning, like I normally would to go to work, but wasn't going to work. Um, and so I had that time to read, to study, um, stuff like that. So that's awesome. Long story long. (laughs) So no, I mean, I've already heard that story and I like that story and that I didn't, I didn't have the same opportunity, uh, uh, as you did. And Mm. honestly, I was definitely a little jealous of the freedom that, that you had. Um, but you used it for the betterment of yourself and Mm -hmm. it was evident even into the future years of how it sat here and directed you and, uh, kind of how God utilized that year to better proclaim his kingdom and proclaim Mm -hmm. his direction. Um, and so I really think that in the hard times when you were there, and you're frustrated because of work and because mm-hmm. of the opportunity and what was going around. And I was, I was listening. It, it slowly changed uh, from frustration to a situation of praise. And mm-hmm. sitting saying, you were telling me, I have this opportunity that I never would have had. And mm-hmm. in any other circumstance. Right. And for the vast majority, that was the same across the board everywhere sure, um, yeah. for vast percentage of people everywhere. And so when we have those hard times, this need and this uh, desire to focus on the hard times mm-hmm. is there. That's mm-hmm. nature. That's mm-hmm. that's your flight or fight response. That's mm-hmm. your your pressure to feel danger. Um, and that's important, but the next step is even more important. And that's why I'm excited about this episode in the sense of 
If you sit here and you take the next step and you don't sit here and you go down further into the rabbit hole of I'm in trouble, I'm going to sit here and I'm in danger, I'm going to get hurt, or this can't be good for me for my future, this can't be good for my family, this can't be good for me, this, that, or the other, and you redirect it and you go, this is an opportunity for me to see God's Mm -hmm. power. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That would sit here and changes how you see everything. Mm-hmm. It changes how you interact with people in times of crisis. It changes how you sit here and feel about giving in times of um, uh, drought and yeah. times of less. Um, and it gives you the opportunity to show what really God is about. And he would use anybody in any situation to deliver his message of love and mm-hmm. joy in times of need. Yeah, it, it's amazing um, when you when you think about all that from a biological kind of perspective. Um, you know, you have the amygdala. Amygdala. Amygdala, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I struggled with that uh, when I was studying. Um, amygdala, you have the amygdala, which is that fly or fight response. That's that subconscious, like we don't control it. You, mm-hmm. know, you hear something at night and you think someone's breaking into the into your house. But then we have what you, you, know, you were talking about, that extra step. We have that prefrontal cortex, that conscious thought that, with experience, with a correct reframing, with a correct rewiring um, that we've been working through the ruts and all that the past few weeks, we're able to then um, adequately kind of step in and be like, no, that was just the wind or that was the back screen door slamming shut because it's windy outside. Um, And so Without having that, without having the experience, without having the work done, uh, your prefrontal cortex uh, can't make that conscious um, decision to step in. Yeah, it in. goes haywire. Yeah, it's like, well, maybe there is somebody breaking in. We should go get the gun and step out and see what's going on, um, <laughs> which I have for sure done before. Um, not because of my, my amygdala, but because of my wife's amygdala. Um, but yeah, Honey, so. get out there. Get out there. Yeah. You're like, dude, it was nothing. Go check. Okay. Well, all right, whatever. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I mean, and some of it's to be fair, we had our house broken into, so you kind of feel a sense of, um, losing a sense of your security, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's definitely a place of security, a place of safety and, um, definite ownership. So, but whenever, you have that you now have the the wisdom from the experience and you now have the experience and you can then sit here and for future opportunities see where god can impart upon you to sit here and know better oh for sure for sure yeah no i i definitely agree um or, you know, I can just be the wisdom to my wife and be like, hey, listen to me, woman. We're going <laughs> back to bed. That was nothing. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, it definitely brings you a sense of being um, able to have praise um, and uh, reassurance that 
uh, things are going to be okay. Yeah. And so when, when we have that difficult time uh, of either losing a job or uh, having our house broken into, or uh, even like a car wreck, I think it's important that we take into account the things that matter. Um, Mm -hmm. And I always remember my um, family putting family and life kind of first. And Mm -hmm. so like whenever I got into a fender bender or my brother hit a house, um, (laughs) it, it wasn't ever really focused on like the house or the Mm -hmm. car. It was focused on human life Mm -hmm. and interaction and making sure that the person sat here and knew that they were loved. Um, And that's where I, that's what God wants for us in our life because Mm -hmm. we're ultimately going to have troubles, Mm -hmm. whether we cause them or troubles find us. Mm -hmm. There is no question of if, troubles find if it, it, it's just a matter of when and so if we continue to focus on that god is love and god is to sit here and focus on giving us the positive framework and we rewire it to sit here and see how god uh sees us through his lenses then we consider and wade through the storm we can sit here and sing in the rain and we can take on more difficult times. Not that they're fun, but that we know that there is a positive out there and God has a plan to utilize that unfortunate and difficult time. Yeah. You know, I, I love, um, reading through the scriptures and and what you really see, um, through that is that we have an act of God. We have a God who, who is actively going before you, um, to kind of set things in a pathway for you, um, that will ultimately lead back to praise to him. Um, and we, we see that in the most famous Psalms, uh, that when you're walking through the the valley of death, you know he leads you to um, still waters. Um, he makes you lie down. He doesn't ask you to lie down. He he makes you lie down, and so he's taking an active role of like doing all the work, and you're just there in the presence at his feet. Um, you know, submitting to him, allowing him to work. And that's really what it, what it's about. That's when you live your life of, of praise to God. It's a, it's about submitting to God, mm-hmm. uh, your, your life yes. and again, praise in all the moments, even in the bad moments, finding that uh, the praiseworthy times, you know, having, when you deal with a loss or with, um, you know, uh, financial issues or struggle times at work or with your loved one, like finding those times where God is interceding. Maybe it's from a friend, maybe it's from a family, from a coworker. Um, they're helping you out. Um, those are the intercedings of God. And those are times to give him praise um, and, and, you know, focus back towards him and off of ourselves. Right. No, I, I, I couldn't say it better than that. Um, yeah, 
yeah, that's that's pretty much what you got to do. What you got to do, friends? <laughs> that's, that's it. Just right there. That's it, and it's nutshell. Right I don't. There. I don't have it. Jesse right. said it. Yeah, Jesse yeah. said it, and just Mike drop. Accept it and move on. <laughs> yeah. No, I wish it was that easy, Jay. I wish it was that yeah. easy to just accept it. But you know, like I said, it it takes a moment of being able to sit down in the the quiet. You know, we we can look at the story of Elijah. Yeah, who was a prophet of God. Um and King Abel was it King Abel right? Ahab, Ahab, King Ahab. Sorry. Uh, so King Ahab was um, put basically a bounty on his head. He was fearful. Uh, the Lord gave him strength, and he decided to go kind of in a one v eight hundred battle against uh, the prophets of Baal to see whose God was was true and and real. Um. Amazing story. I encourage y'all to to read that story. Um, but in the end, obviously, um, Elijah wins that battle. Um, and then afterwards, um, Jezebel, the, the wife of the king, uh, sent out another bounty after him. And again, Elijah got scared and ran, ran away. And this time God decided to show him his glory. Not only did he show him his power, but he wanted to show him his glory. So he took him up to a mountain. Um, and in that mountain, while he was up there, uh, a violent wind came. Um, but the scripture says that God wasn't in the wind. Um, then an earthquake came. And it, in, in the scripture, it says God wasn't in the earthquake. Then fire came. And again, in the scripture, it says God wasn't in the fire. But then a whisper came after all that, a, a whisper came and it says God was in the whisper. And really mm. that's, that's where we can get into that presence. That's where we can see and feel that joy and praise from God is when we're so close, we can hear him whisper. And so you see that in the new Testament with Jesus, always we've talked about this, always separating himself um, getting away from his disciples and getting alone and still um, in a posture of prayer uh, to hear and be in the presence of God. Yeah. So, again, thank you. I appreciate it. You're, uh, you're not just speaking to our listeners. You're also speaking to me as a friend. And I, um, and I have to say thank you. Um, but that's so true as when we listen to the whisper, I mean, the example that uh, the scripture shows is you have these three historical presences of God and they're examples of power and how he presented himself as in power. But when he speaks with us, he wants to speak as a loving and tender hearted father mm -hmm. and a loving tender hearted father is not going to sit here and have to demonstrate his power to his child who is actively listening and laying at the feet of Christ. And so I think the best thing to do in those situations in which uh, the world seems to uh, be against you, uh, a.k.a. COVID, or um, input wherever you feel, um, it's really to sit here and take a moment and to hand over the troubles to God, pray and give it up to him and listen for that whisper and listen 
for the joy. Listen for where God is directing you to sit here and either proclaim his name or to receive his name. And it's not always, can it be uh, a miracle? Can it be a powerful change? Absolutely. But more often than not, it's going to be received in the quiet space. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's very true. You know the song, In the Quiet, In the yes. Silent Place, that one? I love yeah, that yeah, song. Yeah. You, you just reminded me of it at the end right then. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, I mean, that's all we have for you. <laughs> that is our podcast. <laughs> um, so, like always, you know, you can reach out to us um, at Facebook, um, the Manfit Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, the Manfit Podcast. You can reach out to us uh, at our email, uh, manfit22 at gmail.com. Um, and kind of just, like I said, reach out, let us know, um, if you need anything, we're not experts by any means, as you can probably tell, uh, but we've done, we're willing to do research. We're willing to look into things for y'all, um, and and to give you what we think the Lord is showing us. Um, and so, um, just encourage y'all to, if you liked kind of the two series so far, these foundational series, we encourage y'all to just share it. Um, get the word out there. We we believe that it's not for, well, we believe it's for everybody, but we believe it's for those who are who are um, ready and and actively ready to to hear and receive it. Uh, which, like we talked about last episode, receiving can be hard. Uh, but if you know someone who's going through a hard time or someone who's trying to get their lives better but they're just struggling, uh, send them our way. Hopefully we have some things that are encouraging and helpful for them. Um, we're planning on doing a, another giveaway. We're going to give you all uh, this time a book. Um, not a gas card, but a book. We're going to do the 2% rule by um, Dr. Rule. I think that's his name. Rule. R-O-L-L-E. Something like that. Um I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, I'm excited to read it. Um, it's already out. I haven't read it yet, but I'm excited to read it. Um, I know Jay is, ex- would, is excited to read it. So yes, very hopefully, much so. Hopefully one of y'all would be excited to read it as well. So you can uh, look on our Facebook to find out the details of that. Um, and then uh, we have a couple more episodes left in this season, uh, but we're I'm interested to hear what y'all uh, why here moving forward. So we will be taking a little bit of a break as Jay is uh, getting ready to have his baby girl or his wife's getting ready to deliver their baby girl, but he's going to be there, you know, ruin her own cheering mm-hmm. for them um, and, and wel- welcoming uh, his baby girl into the world uh, with love and joy um, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in the praise of God. Um, so yeah. So while he's going to be out for a, a little while as they're, Again, situated from a family of three to a family of four. Um, we uh, just want to hear from y'all. We want to know what y'all are interested in. You know, these are our foundational episodes, like I said. Um, so from here, our goal is to start talking more straight nuances of like different 
um, whether it's habits that y'all are trying to form, like what's the best um, kind of diet to go on? Uh, what does the, the research say about that? What does the research say about like weightlifting and especially in like the youth versus adults? Um, are you specifically trying to run a marathon? What does the research say on how we can best prepare our bodies to, to do that? Um, so different things like that. Um, if we're struggling faith wise, you know, how can we, um, address issues there? Um, so we just love to hear from you. Um, we may or may not, we haven't fully discussed it yet, but we may or may not do a live episode, um, at the very end, just getting some of your Q and A's on Facebook, um, and just talking through anything y'all might have over the series. Um, so stay tuned, uh, to our Facebook to, um, kind of hear from that. Um, you got anything else, Jay? No, you said it. Thank you for traveling this far with us. And we are excited to bring some more stuff for you in the future. And as always, may God bless you and keep you. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mana Fit Podcast. Check out our website, www.acast.com slash Manafit, or like and subscribe at Manafit Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you have questions or want to just reach out, you can email us at Manafit22 at gmail.com. And as always, may God bless you and keep you.